It's been a couple weeks. How's it going? <laughs> it has. It has been great. Few weeks.、Um, you know, summer is ending here, so you know, just trying、yeah. to enjoy the last of it as much as I can. But finally, I feel like my life is now peaceful again. It's like calmed down a little bit. So, yeah. What about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. I am sad. It's the end of summer, but you know what?、Mm-hmm. I'm ready for fall. I'm ready for my fall wardrobe, even though I'm Christian not girl autumn.、Now. Oh yeah, Christian girl autumn. Got to get the knee-high boots, chunky sweaters. Love it. You know what? Usually, like I get sad about fall coming, but this time around, I was like, you know what? I'm not too mad about it.、Um, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So I mean, there's been so much going on in Housewives. Oh my god, so much. I I think we should just get、um, Beverly Hills over and done with because there are many things to say. But I'm gonna let you go first. What are your thoughts right now? Oh my god, Beverly Hills! It, it's it, it, this is an amazing season. They really brought it. The、they、fact、did. that we got an episode titled、uh, "Dinner Party from Hell Part Two," which is like a reference to a, a dinner party from season one, like that itself is like iconic enough.、Um, but it's very interesting everything that's happening right now. You know,、uh, we didn't obviously like we haven't chatted about the last few weeks, but the biggest thing was you know the dinner at Kathy Hilton's、mm-hmm. and with Sutton and Erica and. It is crazy. I thought that Erica is being really crazy.、Um, you know the fact that she's like not just threatening but promising things to Sutton. I was like, girl, <laughs> like, girl, what are you doing? First of all, you can't do shit. What are you gonna do? I know. But third of all, or second of all,、um, it's just like. Everyone said it there. They were just like, "This is what Sutton's afraid of. Like, you can't say that kind of stuff, Erica." And I felt like Kyle, and I think maybe Dorit too was saying that. Like, come on, girl. Like, that's exactly what she's been afraid of. You're just proving her point, right?、Um, so that was that. Yeah. What did you think of that dinner? Um, I was really excited when they did title it "Dinner Party from Hell Part Two." But honestly, I feel like it was a kind of a stretch, only because Beverly Hills nowadays is just more tame than it was since the beginning. Because that first dinner party was completely unhinged; you could <laughs> feel so much tension in the air through the freaking TV screen. Yeah.、Um, and this one, it was more of like, I don't know how to explain it, but it was definitely more was calm. Just, yeah, because everybody wasn't. Necessarily like a target at、yeah. that dinner, whereas the first one, that sidekick, she was picking off each of them. Yeah, that、time. was amazing. Um, and you know there were there were cross fights in that one too. And one thing I will say about this whole Erica and Sutton thing is that, on a surface level, I understand Erica's reaction towards Sutton、mm-hmm. only because I believe that Erica, in her mind. Truly believes she has done nothing wrong. She is not a liar. So、yeah. when somebody's calling her a liar, she's gonna freak the fuck out at them. Especially、yeah. when it's like, I guess, this magnitude of like, oh, you're lying about stealing money, kind of thing.、Mm-hmm. Not just saying like, oh, I talk shit about somebody. 
you know, yeah. whatever. And so I kind of understand why Erica reacted that way, but it was also just like such a performance. It was so fun to watch because mm -hmm. whenever these housewives get so angry, I kind of like, I don't know, like vicariously live through them because I've never had a situation where I've needed to get that angry or have actually gotten that angry at somebody where I'm like threatening them or whatever or like just mm -hmm. freaking out on them like Erica or even like a Dorinda. So when mm -hmm. I see it, I'm just like, this is so like thrilling to watch. Yeah, definitely thrilling to watch. Um, but it's like, Erica, what do you expect? Like you're on a TV show, you're on a reality show you have been telling lies like we some of these things that you've said in the past and the stories you've provided like now in current day like we've been able to find out that those were indeed lies i know you know like the whole accident situation about him like getting out of the car tumbling being unconscious for 12 hours like girl what you doing and so there's obviously going to be like one or two people that are gonna you know question that and be like wait a minute this doesn't make sense Exactly. And <sighs> Erica truly, I I think she knows who she's dealing, it, dealing with when it comes to these white women. Because you know, if she wasn't on a different franchise, like Potomac, Atlanta, New York, she would not talk to anybody like this. And she, so she knows that she can speak like this and they will be, you know, scared or whatever, or like back off kind of thing. And I, I don't know. Her threats were just like, it was really funny because I know Erica wouldn't speak to me like that. Yeah. I'd be like, bitch, who the fuck do you think you are? Exactly. And the, I don't know. You're poor. Like, I would, that's what I would have to say. I'd be like, you're poor. So, and like, you know, you're in trouble. So you can't say shit to me. I know. And so that's my thing with like everybody jumping on like the Sutton bandwagon. They're just like, yeah, Sutton, whatever. Like, get her. And it's like, Sutton is like the weakest person to like get at Erica. She can't, she's not a match. She's like crying because Erica's threatening her. Like, what do you think Erica's gonna do? She's gonna, she's gonna come for your throat? Really? You really thought that? Like, this is the whole like Sutton being a weak bitch thing that I know. Like I, I disagree with you actually on that. I, I do think that emotionally Sutton is, like, a little bit weaker. Like, she just can't take somebody, like, yelling at her or, like, saying anything to her. Like, I think when it comes to that sort of thing, like, yeah, she you could say she's weak. But compared to everyone else, I think that everyone else at that table is weak except for Sutton. Because everyone is kind of just, like, sitting there and being quiet. Because we both know, like, you know, when they went to the dinner party at Dorit's house that Sutton mm -hmm. called... Um, you know, everyone was being vocal about how they felt about everything, but everyone That's was true. being fake and sitting there and like pretending like, you know, everything's completely okay. And I, I think that's kind of weak of everyone else to just like, be like, you know what, like, we're just not gonna say anything. Like, it's okay. Like, whereas Sutton's like the only one that's like, no, like, wait a minute, like, there's a bunch of like lies in this. And I don't want to be a part of it. But also like, I'm gonna call out this bitch because you can't just sit here and lie to us and pretend like everything's completely fine when you're making up all these stories that's true like i understand sutton's sentiment and stuff like that but her execution is just so poor and it's just not enough for housewives that i'm just like come on because when she was speaking to kyle 
at Kyle's house. No, 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 at her, her actual new house in Bel Air, which I'm like, okay, we can keep Sutton on for the show just to see the construction and the finishing of this house. Yeah. I want to see it. Um, when they were in the backyard, Sutton was very vocal and being like, when I see her next, I'm going to say she's a liar and she's been saying all these lies and it doesn't make yeah. sense. But then when she was at that dinner, she was just like, putting it more delicately and be like, well, I don't think you're a liar, but you know, some of the things you were saying. And that's when I was kind of on Kyle's side where she was just like, no son, that's not, that's not what you said. Yeah. And so I don't know, everybody hates Kyle apparently because she's stirring the pot, but I'm just like, yeah, in most cases, but in this one instance, I think she was kind of right to be like, girl, you're not saying what you're, what you said to me. You know, (sighs) So I kind of agree with that because I'm kind of, I am happy that at least Kyle's doing it like on camera. Like she's not like doing kind of what Lisa Vanderpump used to do and kind of doing it from like the back end and controlling her. Just she's being upfront and being like, come on, like say what you were saying. That being said, I do understand that when you can say something behind someone's back, but being in a social setting with that person is a complete different thing. And I think that I personally liked the approach that Sutton took when she was like, you know, when she went up to Erica and she was just like, can we talk? And then when Erica shut her down immediately, that's when she was just like, okay, well, you know what? Like I tried telling her, I tried having a conversation with her on the side. And I feel like Sutton was doing like a proper thing by like, instead of saying things at the dinner table in front of everybody, she was trying to go to Erica and be like, you know, can we just have a conversation? Can Mm -hmm. we talk? And then who knows, maybe she would have brought up that stuff and she would have been like, you know, this is what I told Kyle. But being in that situation where like, somebody has such a weird and cold energy and they just shut you down and they don't want to like talk to you and they're not going to, and you already can feel that they're not going to receive what you say. You're kind of just like, okay, then I'm just not going to like say anything or I'm just going to like, you know, that like the social setting allows for. And I think that that's where like Sutton's like, you know, I think because she's Southern too, like she kind of like knows how to like deal with it and not be so abrupt. And like, even though she said something crazy, not crazy, but like, you know, a different thing in a different tone, in a different setting, in this setting, she's going to be like a little bit more calm. So I, I personally liked Sutton's approach. And I think that the reason why I'm a part of that whole bandwagon was because like, Kyle was being sort of annoying. It's like Sutton is bringing up these things that she, like, you know, she was saying, she's just saying it in a different tone in a different manner, but she's basically still, it's the same sentiment. Like, you know, you're a liar and I don't believe some of the things that you're doing. And are you being fed by, you know, Tom's people and, you know, all that kind of stuff. That is true. But then like, why wouldn't Sutton do it before they were all like trying to sit down for dinner? I don't know. I think when she also saw that, like, it could be that, you know, maybe she just didn't want to do this, have this conversation at Kathy Hilton's house because it's like Mm. a nice dinner and it's Kathy motherfucking Hilton. But then when she probably saw that their like place cards were sitting together, she was probably just like, oh, you know what? Let me just quickly have a side with her, a conversation with her on the side. We need to talk about Miss Kathy Hilton because she is a fucking sniper from the side. She is not this like little ditzy, like, rich lady she knows how to play the game she made those place cards she knows where everybody was sitting she likes to fluff things you know making sure everything where it should be 
So sh- her placing Sutton right beside Erica is her being messy and like well, I, trying to start I, I, something. I don't think she did that. I think no, that I, it no, was she production. Did. She did. No, because she mentioned she was just like, I don't like when people come early because I like to check all the things. I like to check the toilet paper. I like to check everything's in the right place. But yeah, she would have checked that. But 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 I feel like I'm giving everyone the benefit of the doubt when it comes to play settings because I feel like it's a big thing that production kind of like lets them know like, oh, okay, like if you're gonna have a dinner, like you need to make sure that this person is sitting near this person. And I felt like it was very strategic, all of the the placement, right? It was yeah. Eric in the middle. Then it was Sutton on one side and Garcelle on one side, who yeah. like she's both fighting with. Lisa Rinna was kind of kept to the corner, and so was Kyle in a way. You know, uh-huh. they were kind of kept to the side so that they don't have to like be fully involved. Dorit was sitting right across, who also, you know, it's kind of like right. the second person, or like the, besides Garcelle and Sutton, like the only other person yeah. that's like actually saying stuff, right? So I felt like it was very strategic, all of the seating, and obviously production probably like thought about all of that. No, but bringing it back to Brian J. Mullen's book, the production company for Beverly Hills is not as involved. So we got to factor that in. And I definitely am pinning this on Kathy. She's, she's more calculated know, than man. we think. I mean, maybe she is. I mean, it's all about making great television, right? And I feel like at the end of the day, like, she, I mean, if she did do it, maybe her thing was also like, you know what? Let me, like, put that drama on that other side of the table so that, like, we don't have to discuss anything about me. And all the attention can go towards, like, you know, the people who are fighting. That's true. Um, I wanted to talk about this one scene where <laughs> Erica truly... I don't know. She needs to get back on uh, Days of Our Lives. Eileen, hook her up because I think she could have a really good career as a soap, daytime soap actress. Because that performance when she's just like, look at my life, and like her tears oh. are streaming down her face, and like the foundation is also just running. And then when Garcelle tries to wipe the tears and she just dodges it. Yeah. I was, like, so I was like, damn, okay. It'd be like that. It's so crazy. But I also understand Erica because her feeling that like all of these people are hounding her she feels like none of these bitches are on my side i think she's one of those people like you can't criticize her or ask questions you either have to be on her side or you're not on her side so yeah her feeling that everybody's just like not with her um why would garcelle like try to touch her like be sort of more like intimate kind of thing like i don't like that i feel like that's kind of fake and I don't know. Yeah. I kind of understand I mean, Erica is what I'm trying to say, which is like, mm. I think that Erica, yeah, she's really pulling a performance because I feel like to to do stuff like that, it kind of just like emphasizes this narrative that she's trying to put up. Like, you know, like I'm a also like, you know, in shambles at the same time. Like, and I don't know what kind of message she's trying to put out, but I think it's that sort of message. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think it maybe it could have been because like she wants her tears to be shown a little bit more. Of course. <laughs> you know, so I don't know, man. It's all interesting. That dinner party was just so crazy. Just um, for those three. Yeah, and what did you think of Lisa Rinna pretending to be blackout wasted when, like, she literally only had two drinks? She is trolling us at this point. Like, she's trolling... She's so stupid. She's trolling the housewives, like, her little co-workers, and she's trolling us, the audience, because 
I mean, when she doesn't do anything, we get mad at her. When she does do stuff, we get mad at her. So at this point, I feel like she's just like, fuck this. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pretend that this is a daytime soap too. I'm just gonna act. Very that, very that. I mean, it just felt like a poor excuse for not hounding Erica the way that she hounded Denise and her for her to just be like, oh, I was wasted. I don't remember anything. And it's like, are you... (laughs) Okay, we're not dumb. And that is the one thing that, again, like I feel like it comes back to the point that you were saying a little bit earlier is um, it does piss me off that at Beverly Hills, like they just sometimes they don't call each other out as much as they would have on another franchise. Like if somebody had said the same thing that Lisa Rinna said, like on another franchise, they would have been like, girl, what the fuck? Like you're lying. Like you were not wasted. You literally had two drinks. Like you're just deflecting because you wanted to defend this person and you don't want to say anything bad about them. So you're pretending like none of that happened. You have amnesia (laughs) never fucking say that not a fucking liar (laughs) yeah so that part i was just like lisa what are you doing i know and um (laughs) we need to talk about this haitian dinner and miss lisa rinna's reaction being like i never grew up eating fish but i'm gonna eat the food i'm gonna eat it i'm like this feels more racist than like sudden being like i'm not that girl yeah i mean i mean i do relate to lisa rinna in that one thing where like i also like didn't grow up eating fish so like for me like honestly like speaking like fish like anything that is like remotely the close to seafood like it's hard for me to eat stuff like that too so i do understand what she was saying but for her like i feel like she kind of like did it a little bit dramatically like i think it would have just been easy to say like, oh yeah, like, you know, I usually don't eat seafood, but I'm excited to try this and like, you know, see everything that like, you know, your culture has and I'm open to trying things and stuff like that. But for her to like say these things and then make these faces while she's eating it, I was just like, you don't need to do all of that. I just, she was just being so dramatic being like, look, I'm eating it. I'm eating it. And I'm like, oh my goodness, girl, like chill the fuck out like i know garcelle hates you and you don't really like her but it's like you don't really need to overcompensate yeah in this situation like it's it is what it is you don't eat fish that's fine you're not used to this kind of food perfectly fine yeah um it was just a lot of overcompensation it was it was lisa rinna is just a hater (laughs) And then, oh my god, what about that scene when it was just Lisa Rinna and Garcelle? And Garcelle, so awkward. Was, Garcelle was just like, Yeah, I was kind of like hurt that you didn't like defend me or whatever. And she, Lisa was just like, Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Lisa Rinna is just so stupid because it's like, Girl, like you're now you're okay. I know you're acting dumb, playing dumb, but like now you're playing dumb a little bit too much because like this is ridiculous. Like, you're not that stupid. Um, you know exactly what's happening. You're literally the one that also like, because I feel like if if I, I feel like Garcelle could have gone harder on her. I felt like Garcelle could have been like, well, like, no, like there is evidence that, you know, you four are kind of closer and, you know, protect each other even more because one even uh, Crystal said while we were on our trip that um, Garcelle didn't hear uh, that Erica said like, don't tell anyone. And then for her to freak out, Erica to have that freak out moment, and then for Rena to come back and be like blaming Garcelle for all of that after, I would have been like, yeah, like that's pretty fucked up. Like, you know, you clearly, if you clearly don't believe me, but anything those other girls do, you will like 
you know, blindly follow them and believe them and protect them. Yeah, that's very true. Very that. And then also, I think in that conversation, they also talked about, um, it was so stupid that like, it was like Garcelle was bringing up heavy shit. Like, you know, you don't protect me or <laughs> oh like God, Dorit yeah. was going after me. You didn't say anything to me. And then Lisa has the audacity to come back with, oh, okay, well, what bothered me was that you didn't text me thank you for the sauce. That means my man <laughs> dropped off. It's like, really? You're really? And if I was Garcelle, I would have been like, you're fucking stupid. I'm not having this conversation get out of my house because I'm not going to have a conversation with somebody when I'm bringing up heavy shit and the one thing that they have to say back to me is, you didn't text me thank you even though I said thank you in person. I know. Even Garcelle, I, she probably was just like in that moment, she was just like, are you joking me? But like, because even her reaction was just like, okay. Like she didn't even understand why the fuck this correlated with what she was trying to express anyways i really think that lisa rinna i think her time has come because like it's just there's a lot of hypocrisy with it all and i think also she just seems like really fake when it comes to hanging out with people who aren't like a part of that like fox fake five <laughs> you know it seems like I don't know, like with Garcelle, like it's like she had, there's this awkwardness and you could tell it's just all fake and produced. And then I feel like even when like she's like having any conversations with Crystal, like it's it's all like very superficial. It doesn't really come across authentic. Like she wants to get to know Crystal or anything. It's just like, hi, I'm here, mm -hmm. you know? And then even with Sutton, I want to say like, it's kind of that as well. So I feel like even if there's going to be like new housewives in the future or whatever, like Lisa Rinna, it's just like, I think that she's just done. Yeah, Lisa Rinna is truly, like, definitely the most fake out of them all. And she, I think she treats um, the housewives more as, like, a job, like, a role mm -hmm. that she's playing, yeah. you know? And it can only last so long for her. Yeah. Um, One last thing I want to talk about is when Crystal was... Uh, saying like you know yeah Sutton and Erica they're not friends we're done like they can just be cordial they don't have to be besties and like the look on Kyle's face was just like uh, no we can't do that like that's that's not how we do it like we can't do that that was that was Kyle's like, <laughs> producer like I know she's not an actual yeah. producer but like her producer hat coming in and being exactly. like girl this ain't no. this ain't just a documentary this ain't a docuseries this is a reality show and we are going to need to discuss all of this to make great television this is a great storyline that's happening none of us have to be like involved in it but we're kind of uh -huh. involved and this is a great season so we need to have this continue into fights see i think that's the problem with crystal it's that she's a little bit too real for yeah. housewives because honestly like i think that's how any one of us would react if we were in that sort of friend group yeah um situation like yeah like you know like if we have to gather they can say hi they can sit on opposite ends of the table they don't need to talk we yeah can just be together um not great for real housewives but yeah yeah um yeah do you have anything else to say about beverly hills um yeah two things so i ended up watching the watch what happens live and eileen davidson was oh, on and so it was okay. camille kelsey grammar um 
No, Camille Grammer. Why is it called the I'm a permanent? I was just like, is that her middle name? Oh, anyways, Camille Grammer was on. Camille was very like, she didn't really like, she was shady here and there, but it wasn't anything like, it wasn't crazy. Okay. Um, but there were points where like Eileen was kind of, she did say, you know, the way that Erica has been acting is crazy. And, you know, I think they both were kind of like, yeah, it is kind of hypocritical that Lisa Rinna was a little bit crazier to Denise and in this situation she's not saying anything but Eileen did give us some tidbits and I feel like she was basically trying to say that you know this is a reality show and there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes that we don't know about like she literally said that she was just like you know this is not a docu-series it's a reality show and the point is to have a really great storyline and to you know all that kind of stuff and I felt like Andy was just like Bitch, nah. <laughs> like she won't she wouldn't come back like i don't think that she ever wants to come back but uh camille was just like i don't know i have my ups and downs you know like sometimes i want to come back sometimes i don't um i hope she comes back one day again because i love seeing camille even though she's crazy <laughs> um and then another thing that i want to talk about is these fucking deleted scenes that keep coming out what like it's it's crazy how many deleted scenes every I feel like every after every episode we get like a whole set of deleted scenes. Yeah, I know. And it's interesting because it's like some of the things it's like I wish it was in the episode because it would have like changed a lot of things. But again, I just feel like I probably said this on the last one, but it just I feel like production is probably releasing these deleted scenes because the way that they edited the show or the way that they like thought the things were gonna happen and the way that the audience would have reacted is different to how people are actually reacting. So I feel like they're now releasing these scenes so that they can like kind of be like, oh no, like we also were on the same page as everybody. We also like love Sutton and are on Sutton's side. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Cause like a lot of the deleted scenes, even from the earlier episodes, gave so much more context to who each of the women were actually like there was one deleted scene about Sutton and her divorce and there was like more details and I was just like wow that would have been more interesting to know yeah um I I really don't understand the editors like they really want misunderstandings left right and center yeah because of the way that they're editing these things they want everybody to get attacked yeah <laughs> they're just like nobody is safe yeah exactly <laughs> Nobody is getting a good edit. Basically. I'm so excited for this reunion. Oh my god, yeah. It like filmed yesterday. So excited. Very excited. Um, Yeah, I guess we can move on to Potomac. Let's do it. So Potomac... <laughs> Ooh, I love Potomac. Even when there's not like too much happening like drama-wise. Yeah. I just like watching them. Um, first things first, Miss Karen and her warehouse wedding. But, oh, <laughs> oh my God. I literally like, I was kind of like Mia because like, you know, we saw some flashbacks of her and Ray doing a walkthrough and like talking about the stairs. And yeah. then when they flash back to like the regular scene and like her picking out decor i was like oh cool you know she's picking out decor like in a warehouse yeah, makes yeah, sense. and then like they panned the camera a little bit and i was like are those the same stairs as the flashback like wait a damn minute I and know. then when um you know uh mia asked uh wendy and wendy was just like oh yeah it's happening here she was just like wait what, what? <laughs> 
And I was also just like, yeah, that's just kind of dingy. But I mean, at the end of the day, though, this is only for our TV, right? So it's like, it's okay, but it is kind of like sad. And I think it's so shady of the producers to have even showed the outdoors. Like they didn't have to do that. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. Cause I wasn't even paying attention when like they maybe did like an overview. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, cause like Mia was just like, Oh, like, you know, the exterior could use some work and then boom, exterior. It looks like a fucking yeah. strip mall or whatever. Yeah. A it's a plaza mall. mama. That plaza. is like, I was like, a plaza in the oh. middle of a random street. Okay. And then, you know, I know Karen is a hypocrite and like she's a hypocrite when it comes to like Giselle and their fights or whatever. But I'm just like, why did she need to be a hypocrite when it came to her dresses? She said she wanted to pick something that she could move and she could dance in. And she has just tried on form fitting dresses with like 20 foot trains. What are you doing, Karen? Okay, but. There's also a wedding dress shop in the same place. Okay, that's that also confused me. She was trying on the dresses, and I was like, okay. I thought they were at a fucking like dress warehouse or something. And yeah. then the Mia thing came up, and then I noticed all the place settings and the chandeliers yeah. in the background. And I was like, where are we? Did they yeah. bring the dresses to the venue just to like no, it, see what it, she would I look like? At the venue? It kind of, I mean, I do really like the concept of it, like a one-stop Stop. shop for exactly. everything. Mama, you come in the morning and we will have your ceremony that night. You pick out your dress that morning. Yeah. We will tailor it here. You have all the options here. You choose your decorations while you go get ready. We put it all <laughs> together and we have, I do like the idea of it, but it is kind of crazy. I know, like that wedding, the wedding industry is billion Convenient. dollars. This might revolutionize it one-stop shop i mean it will it will and i mean it is her vow renewal right so it's like does it even matter if it's Uh, like in a really cute place i know yeah but i was just like karen why are you trying on all these crazy ass dresses and okay and then she made like a random comment being like these are from turkey they would have cost tens of thousands of dollars but here they're only like a hundred or something. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Mama, these are from DHG. Let's not lie. <laughs> yeah, from the premium sellers that cost like 500 maybe instead of $20. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Miss Karen, constantly entertaining us. What else happened on the episode? I kind of forgot. It's been a while. Um, I mean, there were like a more like personal individual scenes. So there was like Mia talking to her mom and stuff like that about her childhood, which was it was actually really sad. Oh, yes. And I I genuinely think that Mia is a good person at heart. It's just that she just, you know, like interprets things incorrectly. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. She tries. She tries. Um, and then there was Robin getting a life coach instead of a therapist, which I think is a mistake. Um, I think everybody should get a therapist. Yeah. Uh, Agreed. Yeah. And then there was Candace like fighting with her husband again oh, about right, right, right. the manager. That part, yeah. I, like, I who whose side uh, were you on in that fight? 
Candace. I don't like her husband. Really? Not really. I just feel like he just, he's kind of like, oh yeah, I'll support you or whatever. Like, you know, you don't, like, whatever you make is my money kind of thing. Like, we're married, we're coupled, this is our money. But then he, like, throws it back in her face. Like, oh my god, I'm doing all this work and I'm not even getting paid. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, I was a little bit on both of their sides about that whole argument. Like, I was on her side about, you know, for big stuff, like a music video, and when she's on set, like, you know, her husband and, I mean, because he's her husband, you're like, he should be there for not for emotional support, but also, like, you know, it's like, this is, these are the big things that you guys are working towards, and as a manager, these are the big things you're working towards, so you probably should be on the venue during that time. But then I also do understand his point about just like, I also like need to like be like doing my own stuff, you know, like, but then that's when I'm just like, then don't be her manager. Like this is the reason why you shouldn't get family involved in being a manager because like you can't have somebody that like, you know, you work and play with, you know, because you're going to need that person you're going to sometimes need just specifically somebody to have that emotional support. And when you kind of combine the two, it just becomes a really sticky situation. We've seen it happen a million and one times at this point. Like, why would you guys do this? Literally, I don't get it. I also don't get why she's getting an MBA. Of all the things that she's doing, I understand her singing, music, acting, because it's all in the same vein of entertainment industry. Why does she need an MBA? I had totally forgot that she was even doing that until like this past episode. She was just like, I need to study or something like that. And I was just like, why the fuck would you do so many things at once? (laughs) She's crazy. And then you're like on a TV show too. Like that's like, I mean, it is like the fourth wall that they don't usually talk about, but it's like, no, you have a lot going on. Yeah. Um, I love how she had that like lunch with Chris. And then three hours later, had a dinner with all the ladies and proceeded to drag Ashley. You brought your wide body. Oh <laughs> my god. Oh my god. And I, you know what? I laughed when, honestly, I always laugh when like any women on like these franchises like drag like the looks and it was bad and like they shouldn't do it, but it's, it's funny. Like you brought yeah. your forehead here and you're <laughs> titty milk to start a mess and i was like i have to laugh like come on it's funny and no, Atlanta, it, it's it's 1000 percent hilarious i live for it it's so funny and again like i'm not about body shaming but it was funny to hear and all that kind of stuff i i mean i'll always be team ashley so i do like i was kind of mad about that but her when her and candace get into it i'm i'm like rooting for both of them i'm like get her get her back okay you get her now <laughs> literally and i don't even understand why people um at least the people that i'm following and seeing on twitter they're so mad at candace for being like wide body forehead when it's like you you clearly have only tuned into housewives this year because Nicki minaj was tweeting or instagram about it because there have been many times where ashley has said like body shaming things atlanta Marlo called Cynthia a bald-headed scallywag. Unprompted. <laughs> Unprompted, realistically. She wasn't even in that fight. 
And then, oh, I mean, <laughs> Nini, many times, fix your body, fix your face, iconic lines, we love it. Who's calling them out? Nobody, because it was funny. Um, yeah. There was another time, because I recently saw a clip of the last season um, that Nini was on, and she was having that dinner, and Marlo was late, and she was just like, hey, Baldy. <laughs> it's just like, come on, guys let this go it's not really like yeah it's shaming. not it shouldn't be taken i mean anything said on housewives shouldn't really be taken seriously unless it's yeah. like you know something regarding like sexual assault and you know uh, there's definitely topics that yes. like should be taken seriously but like stuff like this like during a fight like it's okay guys like it's, it's just, just like the war of words it's like you yeah. either like take it in and be like okay i'm gonna throw it right back at you or you're gonna stay in your feelings which is like girl start start reading <laughs> uh, yeah and that being said like i kind of also like don't understand why candace is so mad at ashley about all of this she's like not mad at ashley she's mad at her husband chris and she's projecting it on ashley yeah. it, it, it's it's very that because it's kind of just like okay candace i hate to break it to you maybe you got too used to these cameras but um yeah we're filming a tv show here and if i'm not going to be messy then who the fuck is going to be messy we're, like somebody needs to do the job and also like this girl yeah like if anything i would have been so happy if i was like on a trip and somebody was only coming for like a day i would have been like okay you need to put in work like you're gonna you're only here for like 12 hours bitch you better put in work because i'm stuck with these people for four days uh -huh. and i have to be filmed for four days so if you're gonna come for just one time you better stir shit you better go ham go crazy do what you need to do so that we have some entertainment so that you're also like fulfilling your job duties exactly exactly and so you know what ashley understood the assignment candace is she's technically understanding the assignment by feuding with ashley that's true <laughs> um so you know what it's it's all good with me yeah i mean when those two bicker it's great like they'll those two are kind of like the mini versions of giselle and um karen like they just yes, they, are. they will never see eye to eye exactly and the one thing that i knew would happen was that when ashley became a mom all of the past things that she's done and how messy she has been would be absolved because oh my god she's a new mother she's changed yeah and i just i kind of hate that because it's like they try to make it seem as if ashley has not been as messy as candace has been mm -hmm. when it's like they're on the same level realistically of being messy. yeah yeah, I, I think the reason why people probably think Candace is a little bit more vile is because, like, over, like, I feel like the way she talks sometimes, like, the things that yeah. she says, it's a little bit more aggressive toned, whereas, like, I feel like Ashley is messy behind the scenes, and she's she is messy to people's faces as well, and she is rude to them, but I, I don't know why. For Candace, it just comes across a little bit more, like, you know, crazy. <laughs> See, now we got to be careful, too, because a lot of the time when, like, people have said that, I've read that, like, part of it is because of colorism and that because yeah. Candace is darker skinned, we see her yeah. as more, like, aggressive and crazy and Ashley's, like, lighter skinned. So even though she does do the same things, we don't yeah. really call her out on that. that and I'm that's just correct. like, And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's kind of true because mm -hmm. some of the things that I've read about people saying about Candace is, like... It's like overboard crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just, I'm like, 
that's not necessary. This is a TV show, guys. We need to tone it down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I think what it is is, and I, I completely understand those sentiments and, you know, whatever is very correct. And again, people, it's just a TV show. I think yeah. just what it comes down to is, I think maybe sometimes it feels as if, like, and maybe this is true about Ashley, too. And I think I just, like, maybe it's just my favorable opinion for Ashley because yeah. I kind of like her. <laughs> is just i think candace it can really go from zero to 100 like quicker than ashley can That's i think true, ashley yeah. just takes a little bit more time to get there but then once she gets her she's just as vile as candace is and yeah. i think it's just it's just a matter of like for me in my opinion it's just a matter of like speed because mm-hmm. candace can throw it like quick yeah she's you know, very her, quick. her wide body comment like that was just like and her calling out ashley a hoe like within like the first two minutes of sitting down at the restaurant that part but then Ashley you know and Ashley got to the same level I know I know <laughs> so I I feel like it's it's kind of like that for me but I mean I still enjoy all of it I think I am oh, yeah I I will say though like the thing about Candace now I am starting to like Candace a little bit and I think it's because this season I think she's finally starting to see the light about Giselle who you know I don't really like love um and I do hope it becomes a little bit more prominent because I feel like just sorry, I feel like um, Candace has kind of given Giselle a lot of passes because Giselle has been nice to her. Yeah. But I feel like she's kind of starting to see the light with Giselle because like she was kind of attacked on like the husbandger thing. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of the women, sons, Robin, um, they understand that Giselle is messy and that she does not care. She will question um, and shade anybody. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, I think the women, like most of the women have like accepted that because I feel like Candace, even when she did bring up that comment um, th- that Giselle made, she was kind of just like, this is just Giselle. This is just who she is. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't like, I don't think she was like hurt, hurt by it the way that Karen feels hurt yeah Giselle's comments um so I think I think the ladies have just accepted like okay this is who Giselle is oh I I can't get mad at her I guess (laughs) yeah Candace did say something like really good on the after show I don't know if Mm -hmm. you saw it uh but she basically said like you know I can't be mad I'm not mad at Giselle because she doesn't even know what true love looks like. And for somebody who's never had it, like, you know, they just don't know what it's like. So she's never been in my situation. So I just can't even be mad at her because she just doesn't know. And I felt like it was it was a very shady thing to say. But it was also like, it was kind of like taking, it was kind of like taking the high road, right? Just being yeah. like, yeah, like, you know, she kind of has never been in a loving situation. So she why would she know this so i'm just gonna give her a pass because if someone's never been in this situation then they just wouldn't know exactly it's like it's definitely shady to say it that way but it's also kind of just like if you said it matter of fact then yeah like yeah it's true if somebody doesn't it's true hasn't experienced something they're never gonna know they're yeah yeah so good for candace yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think that was it for Potomac, right? Yeah, I believe that's it. Nothing else happened. Um, should we talk about the Salt Lake trailer? (gasps) Oh my god, (laughs) did we did we talk about it? No, we didn't. No, my god, that trailer that was 
some of that was a good two minutes not only yeah the trailer and the the preview the, the oh, first see, two i didn't minutes. watch the preview with i didn't watch the whole preview i just saw like snippets of it and i was just like i need to save this for like this sunday or monday <laughs> yeah no it's uh it was good wait the show comes back this monday right or something or yeah September oh my god 12. i'm so excited it comes back tomorrow yeah yeah um it was amazing i cannot believe that jen or or also like whitney and other people maybe think that like meredith was the one that talked about or like brought up the stuff like yeah are you guys idiots like there's police and detectives that have probably been eyeing this down for a while now yeah you think that like meredith had the time to like dial a fbi hotline and be like I have a friend who's doing some telecommunications and I think it's shady. Like, no. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the government has the resources as, like, incompetent as they are. They're doing their job when it comes to scammers and fraudsters. <laughs> but um, that also just, like, the, the, pre the first two minutes of the show, like, it was just Ooh. iconic because it's just, like, they're about to go on a trip. I know. And you know, she gets a Jen gets a phone call and then she has to like leave immediately and everyone's yeah. kind of like curious, like what's happening? And then all of a sudden there's a bunch of police, and then all of a sudden the oh. blogs have already reported it while they're all still in that bus. And that I, to me was like yeah. iconic. Like the fact that we got to see their like you know, whenever like they they do a reaction where like they show in the confessionals, like they all got a phone call. I'm like, okay, that is fake. I know. We we know that you guys just production just wanted you guys to like do this for the like, sake of it. They but, coordinated this four way. Yeah, but this time we got to like literally see like everyone's like real live reactions. Literally insane! I cannot believe. I I truly don't know how this happened. Like this must have been like. A fate of like the gods because oh yeah how how did the government know to get jen when they were filming they couldn't have possibly known when yeah. bravo films right i don't know like or the specific day schedule yeah they were just trying to figure out where jen was we need to get her and so it's kind of just like how did the government know and it's like did bravo get a tip that the police were gonna come really really unlikely but it's just like yeah how did these two things meet to create this thing that we call real housewives of salt lake city <laughs> like it, what i mean i think that maybe it could have been that you know the detectives or like the police called bravo or the producer production company sorry and they were probably just like like where is Jen going to be next? Like, because it maybe it's harder for them to like, you know, find her, like, you know, just like searching out for her, but probably just like being like, okay, like, you know what? She's on a TV show. Let's contact the production company and see, we, we are looking to, you know, arrest her within the next week. Let's find out like what their schedule is. So we know exactly where to go. But it was kind of iconic that like all of this is happening in the beauty lab. <laughs> <laughs> beauty lab oh my god now we have to go to the beauty lab and we like, have to recreate the scene <laughs> like, it's know. it's iconic and i'm now so happy that heather got that yeah it's a landmark now that specific location of beauty lab i wonder if it was like the first location or like the new location that she opened up we'll find out i'm <laughs> we'll sure find we'll out. find out <laughs> oh my god crazy
I feel like we did talk about the trailer. We did. Because I remember, yes, because I remember making a comment being like, I don't want to see Whitney and her husband like slop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we just didn't talk about the two-minute preview. Oh, yeah, yeah. But anyways, that was fantastic preview um i'm no it's great i love that they released that <laughs> yeah same um in in regards to other bravo shows that we've been watching i have been watching southern charm um Ooh. i finally started because you know we got the preview and the date for winter house right and i wanted to have proper context for it it's a it's a southern charm yeah it took me it was a hard thing to get started on because yeah. it just like the entire show just gives me very like slave master vibes, um, which it I know, is it's just like because too much. it's true. Uh, know, they all have like, like plantations. Literally, the plantation is right in front of us. Like, come on, guys, <laughs> Mama. They literally, when they go to one of the guys' houses, it literally says Thomas's plantation. Yeah, he lives in a plantation. I was like, yeah, this I can't, I can't do this too much. The thing that I like about the show is that it is, like, so far, I'm on season three now. Um, okay. Like, the seasons are very short. Oh, they are? Was, I think, like, eight episodes. Right. Um, the second season was, like, I think, like, around ten as well. They only have one reunion, uh, which is, you know, hosted in the clubhouse. A very right. ghetto reunion. Yeah. Um, and I will say, it, it's good, like, background TV. Like, it's not, like, something oh. that, like, you can, like, sit there and, like... I feel like you'd get really bored if you were sitting there and just like watching it and not doing anything else. Okay. So I would recommend that if anyone wants to watch it, like, yeah, play like Candy Crush or do something. <laughs> <laughs> do whatever you need to do because like it only gets dramatic, like maybe like once every episode. Like, yeah. Right. Cause I remember I tried to watch it um, and I was on season one and. The only thing I remember is, you know, the plantation and, like, all of them kind of, like, being like, ah, this is Southern society. Yeah. Um, poor Craig. He he can't pass the bar. <laughs> he hates being a lawyer. I'm um, dead. What's the other guy's name? Shep. He, Shep. Him just, like, being apparently, like, super rich and just fucking around. Yeah. Um, what country are they in? What state are they in? Um, Charleston, South Carolina. Charles, right, just fucking around there. And then Miss Catherine, apparently, she's, like, really rich. And she was from a really rich family. Mm -hmm. And so then, like, I remember Tom, um, Thomas Ravenel being like, who is that? And then, like, by the end of the episode, she's waking up and he's, like, bringing her coffee. And I was just like, what? (laughs) The, The funny thing is about the first season is that, like, she in like the first few episodes is just like a random girl she that is. is just also attending these parties, you know. Yeah, she's not a part of the characters or anything. And yeah. then by the end of the season, um, something happens, and well, you know what happens. Um, no, because th- literally the last thing I remember is her waking up in Thomas's bed and like him bringing her the coffee. I feel like you probably already have like a it's nothing crazy, it's just. I feel like you probably already know, but it's fine. Watch it. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, it's an all right show. I'm just trying to like, you know, finish it before Winter House because I just want to know, like, I know there's not that many people from Southern Charm on it. Like, I think yeah. the only two people are like Craig and um, Austin, Austin, who I haven't yeah. even seen yet. Yeah. 
But you know, I'm I finished Married to Medicine, so I yeah. have something. I needed to watch something new. True, I'm still on season two, and um, I still love it. I ooh, watching the seasons now. After watching season eight first, it's like mm-hmm. I love Quad, but then now I'm kind of like I don't really like Quad that much because I'm more Team Mariah. <laughs> um yeah i mean i'm kind of like indifferent to them as well because like i really do like mariah in a weird twisted way right um but then like because mariah really does understand the assignment i mean she is an executive producer so like she really truly understands the assignment yeah um but then i also kind of understand quad because quad's kind of just like you know she there's been so many points where she's been like, it's okay. Like, we're not going to be besties again. We can be cordial. And then I think Mariah will always like do something that kind of triggers quad and then quad will go crazy on her. So I feel like it's kind of like Mariah knows exactly what to do to push her buttons. But otherwise like quad is kind of just like living her own life. Right. And it's, it's so much more clear. Um, in the second season, how much Quad like literally just married Dr. Gregory or whatever for like money status. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one thousand percent. It's um I've also gone back and started watching some old episodes and when you yeah, when you first watch the the whole show, you can tell that like, you know, the first season obviously like she's kind of still in love with him, you know, yeah. they just got married, the newlyweds. And it does start to like fade out. But when you do go back, you're just like, Yeah, this girl never liked this man. Like, poor guy. I know, and I feel bad for him, but I also don't because you know, we find out that he was like verbally and like physically abusive. So it's mm-hmm. kind of just like this was yeah. just a disaster from the beginning. Just yeah. Whole mess, whole mess. <laughs> so very that, very very that. But yeah. I will say, season eight, yeah, it was really great to watch because getting to see Lisa Nicole and uh, Carrie back, even though I'm not yes. a fan of Lisa Nicole, it was great. And it was funny how like Lisa Nicole is still like shady and the crazy person that she still is. But the can we talk about that reunion? That reunion was wild. Like because Scott and Contessa, like I was just like, what is happening? Right? That reunion with, like, the whole focus on, like, Tessa, um, Contessa first, being like, yeah, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, and then she kind of just, like, couldn't say it. And then Quad came in, which is like, yeah, she, like, filed for, like, separation or something. And then you see Scott's reaction in the dressing room or whatever, and he's just like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, what? They didn't talk this out? But then, but then he comes out, and then he's just like, "We did file two months ago, but I thought we like called it off or something yeah. like that." And it just didn't make sense because I was just like, "So what is the truth? Did did Contessa file for separation again, and you don't know about that, <sighs> or was it that it was two months ago and it's just still been pending and ongoing, and you guys still haven't been able to fix it? So now she's announcing like, yeah, like we did file. Like I didn't understand it, and like I remember there was a point where um, Andy asked the the men like." you know why they were shocked too or like you know all that and then they said like scott told them this story and then and he was like and you believed him (laughs) you believe that story oh my god about like the about scott getting like a therapist or like a life coach or whatever oh yeah yeah that was that that was yeah yeah that. that story that scott told or whatever to the guys i guess was the most crazy thing and this is an exact example of how guys will look out for guys 
yeah more than like i guess the women or whatever like i just uh the guys are so disappointing when it comes to that because i feel like most of them are are decent husbands or whatever but then like when it comes to like discussing these kind of topics garbage yeah um and in regards to that like you know watching um anila and kieran during the season like i don't really like you know care too much about them they're all right but the part that i really enjoyed was when kieran was like the only husband that was just like yeah like none of this makes sense to me like i just don't understand what's happening because you say one thing and then you say another thing and then your wife says another thing like make it make sense and he was like the only husband that was actually like calling him out for that so i, I like right and one thing that is surprising about married to medicine though is that like they've had many friends of but they never become like full time, like Buffy, yeah. for example. But then, like the season eight, they literally brought Anila in as a friend, and she was full time. Like she was at that reunion from the start. And so, no, I don't but know, she I was, felt like it was like no, she was a she was a full time cast member. Well, yeah, but I mean, it was like she was Toya's friend, but then she like wasn't like a friend of, but it was yeah. kind of like introduced I, that way. Yeah, I mean, I think that they they casted her on purpose, like yeah, yeah. just like to be a full time, and it was just like an excuse to bring her in. But I do agree. I feel like on Married to Medicine, the interesting thing is like every season there's like a different new friend yeah. up, and they don't like like I was uh, I've been rewatching season four, and Janice, I think her name was yes, Janice. Yeah, she was a really. I feel like she really yeah, was her. a good addition. I yeah, like and her. then when they didn't bring her like back the next season, I was I know. she didn't come back for like a few scenes. I want to say like she was like at events. Yeah. But then I was just like, no, they should have kept her as a friend. Right? I liked her because she kind of like Buffy. she Janice kind of like talked like Mariah, where she was like very quick. And I was just like, Oh, yeah. I like this. Um, yeah, I didn't really care about Buffy that much. Yeah, I didn't like Buffy, but that's why I was happy that they brought Carrie and Lisa Nicole as friends in the final in like the eighth season because I was just like, uh-huh. this feels very full circle. Like this is nice. Yeah, <laughs> don't you just love Miss Anila charging all of those champagne bottles or whatever to Lisa Nicole's room when they were on that couple's oh, vacation? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I was just like, out. and Carrie. Was the one, is that her name, right, Carrie? Yeah. She was like, Lisa Nicole, don't be a Karen. Just pay for it. (laughs) Yeah, that part I was just like, this is pretty funny that she she was like saying that for like somebody who would have been like, you know, the Karen of the group, like. Right. Just like, come on. I literally love how like Anila was just like, I'm not sorry I did it. She was just like, I did it and what? Yeah, I mean, the part that I didn't like about Anila was, like, um, how she didn't send, like, a full invoice. I was kind of like, I mean, as a business owner, if you are getting someone to do something for you or, like, you're doing any sort of thing, like, the proper thing is to, like, have an invoice, even though, like, your friends, like, you need to have something, a written sort of document about it. And the fact she didn't have that or have something prepared already shows me that, like, she probably, like, doesn't get paid too often as a blogger because like i feel like that would have been something that as like a influencer or whatever you kind of already have prepared and you have ready right. to go in case you're charging somebody for whatever or if, a, if it's a company collaboration they're sending you an invoice or something like that you know what i mean so i know but, but it was kind of shady of at least nicole to just 
be like, oh yeah, she did these posts for me or something, and she just didn't ask for a receipt or just like pay her. Be like that hey, part too. It is Lisa Nicole's fault too. It's kind of <laughs> like if she had seen that, she would have been like, she could have then been like, hey, like could you send an invoice and I'll pay you as soon as like you send that to me. Like that could have been a thing. So that it is bad on Lisa Nicole's part too. I mean, it's just bringing it back full circle to when she tried to do that conference with Heavenly and that turned sour. Oh, my God. Like, it just, again, it also, like, when she was trying to do that whole uh, panel thing with Simone, and then she took over the entire thing. And then at the, during, like, this was amazing. Like, during the same time, it comes out that Lisa Nicole is being charged for fraud because oh of or something like that because of the COVID testing and her yeah. labs. That was all of it was iconic to me. I was like, this is great. All of it iconic. And um, in season two, it's that like one conference that Lisa did, the like when conference, for, like the yeah. women empowerment thing. Miss Heavenly being like, Lisa Nicole didn't ask me to be on the panel. And I'm like one of the most successful women she knows. So she just walked her ass onto the panel to an empty seat. <laughs> And was just on the panel. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I wish I I wish I was that confident. That was truly wild. I was like, Heavenly is my favorite person. She really like shows me that she did <laughs> that you have to submit to your husband. Oh my god. Okay, that part I don't agree with, but you know. Uh I mean, Heavenly, she's just like, she's like an onion. You just peel back so many layers. There's a new layer every single time. It's great. I was watching um, the season four reunion last night, and it's just her and Mariah going at it with each other. Like, oh, like God. they literally, yeah. what happens is um, the scene is where, you know, they come back from their break and Andy's just like, Mariah, like, you took off your earrings and your shoes. <laughs> and because she was matching with Heavenly. And literally unprovoked, they start going at each other. Like, Andy has asked no questions, <laughs> nothing. They have just sat down. They're all, like, you know, about oh to, like, God. get back into this. And they are just going at it. And it was just the funniest and most absurd thing to me. I was, like, sitting here, like, cackling. It was so funny. And, like, even... In the beginning of the reunion, when Andy pointed out, like, oh, my God, you guys have, like, the same earrings and shoes. They were both so mad. I was like, guys, this is a funny situation. Can you just laugh at this? Like, there's no reason to be this I angry. know. And Mariah just, just, like, being, like, the petty person she is, she was just like, no, I'm going to take it all off. I'm going to come barefoot with no earrings. I was like, come on, oh girl. Like, God. I just, <laughs> the pettiness is at like 1000. Yeah, Mariah always does something behind the scenes during the reunions that causes oh something. Like she's always involved in something like whether she it's is. that or like someone drawing on her door like <laughs> <laughs> The fact that she gets those printed out to put them on picture of just her face I know. for her doors during the reunions is wild and absurd to me. It's so funny, though. It's so good. I'm just like, keep doing this. Yeah, exactly. The self-love is uh, pretty good. I mean, maybe I can learn from her. Exactly. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just, <laughs> I'm just joking. 
<laughs> oh my god i'm like mariah this is this is why we should we shouldn't watch mariah anymore. i know oh god um yeah i think that was that was it right yeah well it was a great discussion loved it can't mm-hmm. wait to discuss salt lake city next week i'm so excited So, you know, thank you guys for listening and we shall see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys.